Hey, I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide Podcast. And also, happy freaking December. We have made it to the official 12th month of the year, and we are still here. And it is the holiday season, and everybody is kind of slightly happier and jolly. So that is good for us. Um, I do want to recognize that it is a weird time of the year as well, especially for all of us creatives and musicians. I know a lot of creatives make a bulk of their income during this holiday season, and this year is looking very, very different. So definitely everybody... If you're new to the podcast, it's going to sound weird, but let's give each other like a heart hug. So you grab your hand, put it over your heart, take a deep breath. This will release some oxytocin, which is the love hormone, and this will make us feel better. That's kind of how I meditate. I put my hand on my heart and try and breathe. So anyway, today's episode is a two-part series. So first of all, let me back up. Thank you so much for everybody who has shared feedback or to everybody who has shared feedback. Clearly can't talk today um, about what you're wanting to hear from the podcast and you know how you want us to share. And I was super thrilled to hear that a lot of people wanted more solo episodes. So yay, go team. Um, so for the month of December, we're just going to give you a whole lot of me, um, which I'm very excited about, but also slightly terrified because <laughs> I hope it's still cool. Um, and this week, we're going to talk about time management and stress management. So today's episode is going to be all about how to manage your time. What does that even mean? I'm sure y'all are already thinking probably morning routine and things like that. And then we're going to release another episode on Friday and that will be about stress management. So for the month of December, we're going to do actually two episodes a week starting this week, which is the week of December 7th. So I'm super duper excited. And this, of course, is just meant to be a resource. Um, This is the way that I like to do things. This is what I encourage my clients to do. But as you all know, there's a bajillion different ways to do anything. So if you have any questions, thoughts, or if you do it a different way, feel free to reach out um, and let us know so we can, you know, all learn from each other. So Today's episode on time management, which I know this all of this sounds kind of like boring, but I promise that it could totally be fun. And time management is really the key to life, I feel, especially when everything's a hot mess. Um, I really love this quote from Jocko Willink, who's a super psycho intense guy. Um, Discipline equals freedom. And I really feel that way about the way that I try to structure my life. Because especially being self-employed, especially being an entrepreneur, being a creative, being a human right now on planet Earth, it's just kind of all over the place. And I feel like if I am disciplined over where my time goes, my energy, my brain space, all the things, I can have the freedom to do whatever I want. And some days that looks like, I don't know, going to Bar Taco in the middle of the day. Other days it looks like scheduling a meltdown. You know, whatever you're wanting to do, if you have the discipline to organize your time to know where it's going and all that fun stuff, you have the liberty to literally live your life however you want to. So, The first thing that I want to address is what does time management mean for a musician? So that might mean, you know, practicing, uh, spending time on your brand. So social media, email marketing, um, photos, 
planning things, um, time spent on yourself. So like being a human and resting, recovering, self-care, um, that might look like preparing, you know, a new thing that you're wanting to launch or I don't even know, like hanging out with your family and having time for your friends and just all the things that us people <laughs> try to do. And, you know, I feel like the biggest thing with time management sometimes is that we feel like we have to be super psycho only about our career, but not so much about our personal life or not so much about our relationships or other aspects of our life. And I believe that there is a world, and I'm still a work in progress, where we can have that balance and that time for all of the things that are important to us. And as you all know, this last year, I have been on a very interesting health journey And I want you guys to know, and I will be sharing more about this, but that the more I take care of myself, the more I take care of my, you know, body, mind, spirit of my, you know, physical health, mental health, emotional, spiritual health, the better things go in my professional life. And it is a pandemic and things are crazy, but thankfully this year I've had the privilege of just really taking care of my health and that has completely translated in all the most amazing things that have come out of my business this past year, which I can't wait to share about. And even the fact that I'm in a place right now where I could even do two podcast episodes a week. Like that's insane, you guys. Like that is a lot of work and it's a crazy time of year and we're all feeling the heaviness. But I promise that if you take the time to find out how to be better with your time, you're going to be able to do amazing things that you thought like were never possible. So I definitely want to encourage you guys. So the first thing that I want to talk about um, with these steps on how to have better time management is first to figure out where you're going and where your time is going. Like with um, budgets and everything, um, you know, a lot of people usually start with like, let me just cut all the extra. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess how that makes sense in theory, but if we don't know how much money we're spending on certain things, it makes it hard to figure out how much are we actually spending and what do we need to cut out? So the same thing goes with time management. Like, where is your time going? How are you spend how are you spending your days? How much time is going to certain things? How much time do you think you're spending on a practice? time or working on your brand or on social media. Like I'm the the culprit of like, oh yeah, this is research (laughs) for social media. Like two hours later, what is happening? So just being super diligent about tracking what this looks like. And this could be a spreadsheet. Um, This could be a Word doc. This could also just be in your journal. I personally love to just write things with pen and paper and just just track where you're going. So um, something that I have done when I need to rein it back in is every morning I'll wake up and I'll write down my schedule for that day. Um, so I'll know these are my hard commitments and then everything else that isn't a hard commitment, meaning like a lesson or a coaching or, you know, a meeting that has a fixed time, fixed, fixed place with a fixed person, Jesus, um, then everything else is additional. So I will write those hard commitments in and then I will put time blocks. So this is the time where I do research. This is the time where I answer my inbox. This is the time where I do blank, 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 blank. And then at the end of that day, I will sit down and compare what actually went down. And usually every day, it doesn't matter how organized I am, time ebbs and flows. So this gives me an opportunity to be like, okay, so I had my hard commitments, which was already, let's just say four hours. So if we have an eight hour work day, um, which we don't need, and you guys know this from previous episodes, um, let's just say, you know, we need to fill up another four hours. Where did that go? And did we really spend an hour in our inbox or was it five minute increments sprinkled throughout the day that just gave us amazing anxiety? Or did we actually spend two hours practicing or did we spend five hours on social media? Like what actually went down? 
And I just found it really helpful for at least a week to compare what I thought I was doing in the morning versus what I actually ended up doing. There's another app that I have my clients use that they hate, but it's really helpful. It's called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L-E, and it looks like the Target logo. It's free. It's on the App Store, and it's basically like a timer, and you just like write down having breakfast, start this timer, and then stop it. And because I'm sure all of us have done this at some point, the timer keeps going and you've had breakfast for like 12 hours, which is not actually true. The app allows you to go back in time and kind of re-toggle things so you know. And by the end of the week, you'll have a report that says, okay, Karen spent X amount of hours doing this, X amount of hours working, et cetera, et cetera. And then I could see like, okay, here's where my time is actually going. So everybody knows that I'm obsessed with Brene Brown. And that I've said many, many times, in the absence of data, your mind makes up stories. It's one of my favorite Brene quotes. And that is so true. And that is the reason why I always recommend having some data, because we can think that we're doing one thing, but in reality, it's something else. And usually, when I'm looking into time management, it's not that I'm lazy, or it's not that I'm just, you know, wasting time or just, you know, being a trash panda. It's really that I don't understand how long things take. It's something that I'm not taking into consideration, like my emotional health or the the gravitas of the week. Or, I mean, we all know, especially those of you that are educators and performers, that the energy expended as a teacher is very different than that of a performer, very different than that in the practice room, than answering emails, than talking to someone, than being on Zoom. Zoom fatigue is a thing. So we just think that, oh, well, I haven't worked that much, so I mustn't be tired or I could still be super productive. And it's like, well, no, you need to gauge your energy levels, which we'll get into. But basically, the first step is knowing where your time is going. Either do it with pen and paper or use the toggle app. Um, The next step, once I've done this for about a week, I figure out, okay, where do I want my time to actually go? So like in my mind, where is this actually looking like? Um, What are my goals for the week? What, how do I want to live each day? And this is so tricky. And I, I understand, especially with how the world is right now, that we don't really know. There's a lot of unknowns in this part of it. But I always like to start with what are the things that I actually want to do? Like what brings me joy? So for me, I'm an avid podcast listener and I have to start my day listening to podcasts and I have my go-tos. Brené has two podcasts, you guys. One is Unlocking Us and the other one is Dare to Lead. Please check them out. They will rock your freaking world. So I love her stuff. It's usually what I listen to. I have other podcasts like Tim Ferriss and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I just have to be in the mood for those. But Brene, I sure like listen to religiously. Um, I also have books that I typically get from her podcasts and just other recommendations. So I'm either listening to a podcast or listening to a book. Because of the season of life that I'm in and the way the world is, I cannot actually read or I am enjoying listening to audiobooks more. Um, So if that's you, no shame. That's what I'm doing. And I will listen to the book many, many times. And there will be times in my day where I do have time to take notes and things like that. But totally recommend that. Um, Starting your day with things you enjoy. So as we're looking at figuring out where do we want our time to go, let's start with the things we actually want to do. And then let's figure out, okay, what are some of our part of our job description, essentially. So part of your job as a musician is to practice. (laughs) It is to, if you have a studio, you know, teach your lessons or build whatever you're trying to build as far as a studio. It's working on your brand, your emails, your social media, creating content, all of those things. Um, If you have another job, you know, fulfilling the, the role in that job, it could be an administrative job, it could be not in music. And just kind of figuring out, okay, what are my commitments and things that I do for money. 
And then just kind of finding a balance of how do I want my days to feel? What do I want the end of the day to look like? And then we kind of start dreaming a little bit about what that could be, you know, comparing that to the money that we're bringing in. And then from that step, we can figure out, okay, what is a good routine slash ritual? So first step, find out where your time is going. Second step, where do you want your time to go? And now we're going to get into rituals and routines. This will be our third step. So people don't like the word routine. Fine. (laughs) Use the word ritual. Um, For me, it is something that I do to start my day, something that I do to end my day, and any little things that I need to sprinkle in between to get me through my day from point A to point B. And not that I don't love what I do and that I'm not super passionate and excited all of the freaking time about my job. But I want us to take into consideration how we are feeling, how the world is right now. I personally cannot handle social media in the way that I did maybe six weeks ago. So if there's any accounts out there that are draining you, go ahead and mute them. You don't need to unfollow them and be dramatic, but just mute them. If there is something that you're doing in your day, if the same YouTube channels that you watch are not filling you up, just don't watch them right now. Um, Whatever is going on in your world that is just causing you stress, let's just go ahead and mute it and pause it and take it day by day. And that's why I'm being so open about all of this because I don't want this time management to feel performative. I don't want it to just be this like badge of honor where we're just killing ourselves because that's not the vibe and that's not even sustainable. So with this time management conversation we're having, I want us to think about how can we actually make this sustainable and what is going to help what we're wanting to do or even help us discover what is this next step? What is this next phase for us? Because it's totally okay to not know. So as we get into our third step here with our ritual, Everybody knows that I love morning and nighttime routines. Like they are my jam and they are literally just life freaking savers. And I know it's so annoying to be like, oh my gosh, this is what I do in my morning is what I do in my evening. But nobody needs to know. Nobody's watching you. And whatever makes you feel good is what you need to do. So I'd love for you to jot down what would be something that could prepare you for the day. So basically the vibe is not to roll out of bed and have anxiety and get to work. And some days that might be the case, but let's aim for that not being the case. So let's figure out, okay, what do we want to do in the morning? So before we even get to our inbox, what needs to happen? Some people like to read, some people do devotionals. Um, I do my podcast, I do gratitude journal, just figure out like what activities would you like to do? There's no length of time that you need to do any of these things, but what would be something that could just fill you up, get you ready to go before you get into work, work mode? This morning routine um, needs to be something that energizes you. Um, It's something that can fill you up, that fuels you, and also take advantage of the fact that your brain is like the most productive and awake and ready to go the first three hours of your morning um, or the first three hours of your day, whenever that happens. Um, So just take that into consideration as you're planning what you want your rituals to be. And then in that same vein, um, I know that my morning is totally predicted essentially by my nighttime routine. So just kind of assess what are your nighttime rituals. I'll say this again. I always recommend no screen time 45 minutes before falling asleep. This will help balance your circadian rhythm. It'll help with insomnia, with just your dreams and whatever goes into your subconscious. If you're watching um, something before, like it's just really going to affect your sleep. Even if you don't feel it, it, I promise it totally does. And I did this last night, actually. Let me tell you a story. 
So um, we're like decorating for Christmas and doing the thing and just trying to be all jolly and holiday, even though like we're exhausted and drained and fatigued and all the things. And it's really for the dogs, let's be honest. So anyway, we did all this Christmas stuff. And then it's like, let's just veg out on the couch. Um, We saw Home Alone, which is my favorite movie. And then for whatever reason, Home Alone makes me want to eat pizza. So I had pizza yesterday, which I don't normally have. And that was amazing. Totally fulfilling, worth the the digestive risk. (laughs) And then before bed, we're like, oh my gosh, SNL is back. I'm a huge SNL fan. And we're like watching all this stuff. I don't know how from the, and I'm not going to get political, but this was a skit that I actually saw. It was like with Rudy Giuliani and the lady from Michigan and the commissioners. I don't know. It was like the weirdest sketch, but it was amazing. And for whatever reason, I had crazy dreams that I had like fruit growing out of my hair. And I was like, what is happening? And I know it's because I saw a bunch of like weird hair stuff and all of these skits. Um, And yeah, it totally affected my sleep. And I don't even remember my dreams. I'm not that person. And last night I broke my rule of screen time. We watched some SNL on the iPad before bed and I dreamed that I had fruit in my hair. So don't do it. Not a good move. Um, So yeah, nighttime routine. Back to the nighttime routine. Figure out like what you need to do before going to bed that feels good. Sometimes it's stretching. It could be yoga. It could be meditation. It could be reading a book. It could be listening to something. um, Prayer, meditation again, whatever floats your boat in that that way. Um, And I'm also thinking like something that you could do consistently day in and day out because we all know motivation is garbage. It's really never there when you need it. And I feel like finding a way to do something that feels good to you. And I change my nighttime routine a lot, especially with how the world is right now. Some days I feel like I need other things than others. So I just have a little toolbox of things that I use as resources for myself at night. I really big into gratitude, especially when things feel really hard. So I always have my journal at my nightstand and If I need to do that, I do that, or if I need to pray or stretch, or I'm a huge chiropractic health fan, um, so I do have some stretches from my chiro. So whatever you do in that capacity, um, totally recommend just having that ready to go um, to help you support your sleep and then essentially support your morning routine. So as we figure this out in the morning time, I find it really helpful once we're in this next phase of of our time management to just write down what is happening that day and decide how you want to see that. Do you want to see this in a paper planner hour by hour? Do you want to see this in time blocks? How do you want to see this? How does this make sense to you? And what will make you feel satisfied and complete by the end of your workday? Something else that I totally recommend is having an end to your workday. And I know I have a lot of privilege in having my own business and being able to say like, I'm done at this time. And I know that's not the case for everybody, but I do know that boundaries are a thing and I'm working on those. But if you work on your boundaries, people will respect them. Like nobody is like, I have clients that will vox me at 10, 11 PM, one o'clock in the morning. I'm really in my deep sleep at that moment. So I'm not getting back to anybody and that's okay because they know that. So if you voice your boundaries, um, people will absolutely respect them. And if not, you can always remind them to do that. But just figure out what do you need? When do you start your workday? When do you end your workday? And I promise this will make you so super productive because if I know that by six o'clock today, I it's wing night in my house and we're having wings, like I am getting all my work done before then. Okay. Number four here is building breaks. Um, so there's so many ways to do this. Um, there's this technique called the Pomodoro effect. Um, there's time blocking. There's, um, I work with this, um, 
I don't know, fancy business coach um, who talks about working in 50 minute increments and taking a 10 minute break. Um, There's just so many ways to do this. Um, Figure out how you work best. Um, For those of you that struggle to get things started, um, I would recommend working in longer stents of time. Um, And for those of you like me that are just like go-go machines, and then all of a sudden you have no idea what time it is, you haven't gone to the bathroom or had any water, I recommend working in 50-minute increments. Um, With the exception of meetings or lessons, if if they're an hour, they're an hour. But um, whenever I'm doing just emails or social media or strategy or something, we do take a 10-minute brain break. And that's what my team and I call it. It's like brain break, we got to go. And then we get up and move around and do something else. And the productivity is really amazing. Um, If you're not sure how much time things take or what you're doing with things, um, I always recommend um, just taking the time to time it and look at at your timer really and see how long are things taking. Okay. And then a couple of just suggestions when you're experimenting with your time management. Um, Don't wait for inspiration. Don't wait for Monday (laughs) to start tracking your time. Don't wait. Like we are just constantly changing. And there's this ebb and flow in our own time management, in our own schedules and the things that we're doing. So just just do it. If you're really wanting to get it going, just rip the bandaid and go forth and conquer that. Um, Have confidence in yourself. Like, you know yourself best. We are not inherently lazy individuals, especially musicians, especially creatives. Like, we are the crazy people that practice in solitary for many, many hours. We are relentless. We are passionate. We are driven. We are tenacious. Like, we are the last breed of careers that are lazy. Okay. So I really want to remove that from our, I don't know, society that, you know, you can be a piece of garbage because you're not really at all. And then the next thing is making sure that we are not exhausting ourselves. And this is like my favorite thing to talk about um, in elite performance. And we talk about this at the Body, Mind, Spirit workshop a lot. But basically, as elite performers, which all of us are, we can't burn ourselves out every single day. I've shared the story before, but LeBron James, the basketball player, has totally hacked his body because he has practiced and recovered in very similar proportions. In fact, he has recovered more than he has practiced in his lifetime, and therefore his body is able to do amazing things at his age. And all of us are the same. Like if we can absolutely not get to Friday and just need the whole weekend to recover, that would be amazing. And I know we can get the same amount of work done every single day in the work week and enjoy every day to the fullest. I think it is so possible to design a life that we love. And yes, there are different seasons of time and life where it's crazier than others. And again, I know there's a global pandemic. We've had an election. There's been a lot of social justice stuff going on all amazing things, but also super heavy things. So it's going to look different. So I think just really embracing that. Um, Being efficient doesn't mean you have to be exhausted (laughs) and vice versa. And just because you're exhausted doesn't mean you have to like cut corners and, you know, try and be efficient. I believe that there's a world where we can have it all. But it's really a matter of like, what do you actually want to have? And as a woman, I get this asked a lot. And I've just thought, you know, 
sure, I could have it all, but like, I don't want to. <laughs> or maybe in this season, I don't want it all. I want only these things. And I feel like I just want to give everybody permission to just decide what the heck do you want to do? And I'm not thinking of like the next six months. Right now, I'm literally just thinking about the month of December. Like, what the heck are we doing in December? How is this going to go down? How am I going to feel? Can I actually handle this? I really need a lot of breaks in here. Um, things are really hard, really heavy. How can I do a better job? And how can I stay on top of my game? Um, and that is really what we need to know. And through first discovering our time management, it's going to be so much easier to figure out like, what are our triggers? How can we deal with the stress of things? How can we maximize what we're trying to do? How can we launch the thing? How can we do all of this? What is the best time to do it? All of these questions will be answered because we have the clarity to answer those questions if we know where our time is going. And last thing I'll say before closing is I don't want anybody to judge or shame themselves, you can never shame yourself into doing anything. Like that's not sustainable. It doesn't actually work. And we are all just incredible creative people. And I know that we can totally do all the things we want to do if we know where our time is going and not only do the things, but feel really good about them, feel fulfilled. Like we're not trying to win the job here. We're trying to get it and keep it and enjoy it. Because as you guys have heard from me say a million times, like it is so easy to get the gig you want, or it's easier to do what you want to do. But can you do it in a sustainable fashion? Can you enjoy it? Can it make you happy? Can it make you a better person? Like that's where, you know, it gets dicey. So time management is going to be the start to all of this amazing stuff. So just a quick recap, because I know I went all over the place. Um, steps for better time management, find out where your time is going, figure out where your time needs to go, where you want it to go. Start your day with a routine. What does that look like? Let's map that out and let's build in some breaks so we don't burn ourselves out and can't do it the next week. So anyway, hope this was helpful. If you have questions, please let us know and just cheering all of you on to figure out how we can have the most amazing and magical December ever.